Only Three Lads is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast family, home to some of the best music podcasts on the planet. Visit PantheonPodcast.com to discover more. And if you like what we do on O3L, we kindly ask you to please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now. It really helps us more than you know. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We appreciate that you're here once again. It is the only Three Lads podcast where each and every week we take a look at the golden age of alternative music from 1974 to 1999. I am Uncle Greg. Of course, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Brett Fargo. I am. You are. Absolutely. I'm going to say everything in question form. Okay. It's going to be like a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, geez. You know, I just read something earlier that um, Green Eggs and Ham was like a bet that Dr. Seuss couldn't write a children's book in like 50 words or less or or using the same 50 words, something like that. Mm, Okay. So that's why he did that. So look at that. See, kids, weed, sometimes it works. I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't smoke it, but I'm just saying I heard it's pretty good. Actually, I don't I, I don't partake, man. When I was good. younger, though, I always made the joke, you can always just uh, scrape my lungs and tar a roof. Then I got pregnant with my son, and there was a switch in my brain that just said, click. And now I just breathe dirty air. That's just crazy. And sometimes I drink milk, but I'm kind oh. of changing my diet. I love milk. God, I can't get enough of milk. Boy, this is boring. Why are we talking about this horse dung? Once again, thank you for letting us get this far. We're working on another record month. So how are that? So each and every month, there's more and more of us. So thank you so much for helping us build this community. We appreciate it. This week, we're taking a look at our top five musical questions. And let me just tell you, Brett, I had a big, long list. Broke me my too. heart to leave some of these off. The one thing I did do, since I think I used the cure, Why Can't I Be You? So I didn't yeah. put that. It would have made my list, but I was oh. like, okay, I just... I just what I picks for you. I figured that you would. So, yeah. but I said, so I'll leave that one off because I wanted to get other ones on because some of these songs I really like. And I just listened to a bunch of musical question songs and the way how they made my nipples uh, vibrate is the way how I pick my songs this week. That's your litmus test. It was this week. Yeah. Okay. You know, sometimes, yeah, it's just like the songs that made me happy that made the cells in my, I was like, oh, wow, I really like that song. And it was like, wow, that's awesome. So. That's why I, I wanted great songs and I wanted great questions. See, that's way too deep for me. I just wanted, I just go for the feel. See, you think a lot of more, th- I'm a more Kinda. reactive. Uh, you're more inner, you know, introspective. Is that even a word? I think it is. It is a word. It yeah. is a word. And I don't know if that really applies here, but sure. Sure. No, I think, no, see, why you're not? a thinker. <laughs> like I picture you, you know, like the thinker, the statue. I picture you pondering like that. And he's naked too, right? Or maybe yeah. wearing a loincloth. Yeah. So yeah, yeah picture, picture me in that 
poses. Yeah. Balls out, yeah. man. That's what I say. That's that's how you think the best. Yeah. But for me, like I can't think of a statue. I don't know. That's like I'm definitely not the thinker. I don't know. I think I saw like maybe like a like a statue of Gomer Pyle at a roadside museum one time. Gomer Pyle, come on, man. Not that guy. But that was a great show. I have to admit. Gomer Pyle's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding with you. Well, he was always, hey, and then he would sing, oh, my papa. You know, he was like a great kind of operish Jim Neighbors singer type of guy. Yeah. Jim Neighbors is a staple in any like middle of the road 60s record collection. I like Jimmy Dean. Big John. And Big then whenever John. I, yeah, because yeah, like, you know, we'll see the commercials on Jimmy Dean and he kind of, you know, he's been dead for, I don't know how many decades, but he's still shilling that. That uh, sausage. He's not the same guy, is it? Is it the same guy? Absolutely. Jimmy Dean, the singer, is also the sausage guy? Yes, look it up. I'll prove it to you. Google it right now. Mind blown. You never knew that? Brett was this old. No. When he figured out that Jimmy Jimmy Dean Dean was the same Jimmy Dean for the sausage and all those country songs in the 50s and 60s. Wow. Yeah. He sure as heck was. See, look at that. We learn things here on the podcast each and every week, and we learn things from you. We learn a lot of things from Brett, and once in a blue frickin' moon, Uncle Greg comes up with something that will blow Brett's mind. That is amazing, I gotta say. Well, you never knew. I'm surprised you never knew. I, you know, recently, my brother, who's a big guy, he's got about 75 guitars, and well, not that many, 7 to 12 guitars at okay. his house. Hmm. So he's a big guitar guy, says he likes music, never heard of Graham Parker. And I was like, what? I just squinted at him over the weekend for, I don't know how long, a good five minutes going, really? Really? You've never heard of Graham? Uh, Graham Parsons? Yeah, I've heard of Graham Parsons too. Graham Parker. You mean Parsons? No, no, you <laughs> no, freaking different moron. people. I'm glad he knows Graham Parsons though, because everybody should know Graham Parsons. Absolutely. Yes. If 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 you like Pink Floyd, you'll love Graham Parsons. He was the original Pink Floyd. No, absolutely. No, that's you can totally hear it. No, I'm that's just, a different thing. No, Graham Parsons was not was not in Pink Floyd. No, I'm saying he wasn't in Pink Floyd, but the sound. And didn't he produce Pink Floyd? No, look it no, up. You're thinking of Alan Parsons. Okay, you're right. I'm wrong. See? Alan Parsons was an Abbey Road Studios guy who later formed, he did produce Pink Floyd, later uh, formed the Alan Parsons Project. Right, Alan Parsons. Graham Parsons was a country rock pioneer who was in the International Submarine Band, The Birds, The Flying Burrito Brothers, and then went solo. And then- And he's a stoner. He's gotta be a stoner. He died in a Joshua Tree hotel room, which I have been in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they went and put him on fire. Yeah. They stole his body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, different dude. Yep. Alan Parsons- that's a different guy. Yeah. Alan Parsons engineered the Beatles, produced Pink Floyd. But if you listen to the Alan Parsons project, like early stuff before Pink Floyd, you could totally hear what Pink Floyd became. You know, I mean, I can totally hear it. I thought for the record that you were maybe confusing with with Sid Barrett, who was the original Pink Floyd. Right. You know, right. and then they kicked him out. So, yeah. But he was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, well, I know we've had a really good run of guests lately, and it, this week is just the two of us, which is why we're talking about things like Jimmy just the Dean three sausage of us. and just the three of us. Yes, yes, I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. 
But there are so many things happening in the classic alternative music realm that I wanted to talk to you about. Well, let's bust open that whole little kit there that you got to open. Let's do it. So first of all, have you heard the news? And I know it's going to be a, a week or so before we get this episode out, but it will still be timely then. Have you heard about the new Duran Duran album? I have not. No. I guess it's called Dance Macabre or Macabre, depending on how you say that. It's coming out on October 27th. It looks very dark, and I guess it's kind of like for Halloween, kind of that theme. Mm -hmm. There's a deluxe edition that comes with a fold-out Ouija board. So what the album is, is it's got a few remakes of old Duran Duran songs including one that I thought was kind of interesting was Secret October, which was the B-side originally of Union of the Snake. It also has covers of songs like Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend, Sarone's Space Disco track, Super Nature, and Talking Heads' Psycho Killer. And then it has a few new tracks too. I know one with Nile Rodgers. It has both Andy Taylor, who as we know, was diagnosed with cancer last year. So he plays on some of the tracks and Warren Cucurullo plays on some of the tracks. Oh, very cool. Bringing all the people back. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a complete train wreck. It actually looks really cool. I'm kind of excited for it. And I have been excited for, no, actually I take that back. I have been excited for a Duran Duran project. Their last album, it, it was, was produced good. by uh, Graham Coxon from Blur. Yeah, that was that was. But he has cool. nothing to do with Graham Parsons, right? Since his name's he has, Graham. Too. No, he has okay. nothing. to Different do with, guy. I don't want to yeah. get all these Grams and Parsons and you I know. know. There's Alan, a whole Graham. whole world, whole world full of Grams and Parsons and. Why do you Sid, think so Sid many Barrett. of them are in music, Brett? All these Grams. Is it like the drug thing? Like, hey, we all come in Grams, or would you like to buy a Gram? Maybe. Maybe, but I think it's also a very classic British name, which doesn't explain Graham Parsons, who is, you know, very American or was very American before he was found dead in a Joshua Tree hotel room, motel room. It happens. It it does happen. It does happen. So that's Duran Duran. Have you heard the Talking Heads news? Tell me. Talking Heads, the band is reuniting on September 11th, but not as far as we know to play music, but they will all be in the same room. They're going to be doing a Q&A with Spike Lee at the Toronto Film Festival for the re-release of Stop Making Sense, which is going to be out in IMAX theaters uh, September 22nd. It's going to be in regular theaters the week after. I can't wait to see this new cut, but I find it very interesting that Talking Heads for the first time in over 20 years are going to be all in the same room and hopefully don't kill each other. So now what's the over under that they do go on tour in 2024? Like, wouldn't that be a great thing to do? It would be a great thing. I mean, business wise, they would kill it. They could pack stadiums and, yeah, you know, God, who would they take on tour with them? Who do you think of Talking Heads went on tour? A contemporary artist they can take as an opening act. Maybe like in, they're not really that contemporary. They've been around for 20 plus years, but maybe like an Interpol. Interpol's great, yeah. I've listened to yeah, a lot of them Interpol's lately. Cool. Um, let's see, what about uh okay, then somebody from their era could also go on tour with them, be the feature. Somebody from their well, why not have Tom Tom Club? Well, yeah, you have to pull double duty. Right? That's what they did on that tour. But they could just do the cover. That's true. You know, they could do Genius goes, of boop, Love. Boop, boop. Yeah, they could do that yeah. one song. And then it was yeah. like, okay, cool. 
enough. That's like Flock of Seagulls. I saw them back in March in the first probably 50 minutes of their, you know, hour 15 minute set is you're just sitting there going, what the hell is this? And then they get into <laughs> every song that you know at the very end. I'm just saying, you know, sequencing is very important. It is. All right. It so is. that's great news. So we have Duran Duran, Talking Heads News, Talking heads. anything else, Sensei? Yes, the death cult. Yeah, well, the cult. The cult. But are you yeah. aware of what they're doing? Well, they've been out on tour. Ian Asbury yeah. and Billy Duffy are uh-huh. reviving the name and the original post-punk sound of the death cult. Nice. They're going to play a series of UK gigs. Then they're going to play one and only one solitary date in the U.S. in L.A. on October 23rd. And then they're going to play other shows as the cult, you know, where they play an ACDC tribute band. Sorry, that was a cheap shot. Oh, yeah. Well, I saw them a couple <laughs> years ago and I was yeah. totally impressed. Like, I mean, uh, Ian Ashbury still sounds great as a singer. He cannot hit the long runs like he used to, but the way he compensates for it, you would never know. And it still sounds freaking great. At least yeah. the night when I saw him. Um, so I was very impressed. And I was, cause that was like, I went all by myself. I always say that I go, cause everyone's like, what songs did they sing? Will I like it? Can we leave early? And I was, so I just go by myself and, uh, enjoy my time with all my peeps around me. And usually I meet people or run into people when I'm at the shows all by myself. So Which is I've cool. done that numerous times. Yeah. Just tell people that they sang, you shook me all night long and they'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Well, hey. there you go. Uh, sorry omd has a new single out they have a new album coming out both the song and the album are called Bauhaus staircase nice this is their fourth album since they reconvened their recording career back in the late 2000s and everything that they've put out has been really cool and this sounds really good as well and i think that they've played it smart by kind of harkening back to their original more experimental artsy electronic sound instead of like trying to do if you leave retreads yeah Well, you just got to be honest you know that's like any music or any art just be honest and just do what you feel and then other people will feel it when you try and replicate or you know, do it again or whatever. I think that's what burns people out. Kind of like in 92 when Nirvana kind of took the left turn. There's going to be one band, one song that just changes everything because, you know, we're getting kind of bored of what's going on out there. The new stuff for me anyways. Sure. Um, it's all again, like we're on the wings of a dove and we want to spread kale all, all across America. Hell no. I want a diesel <laughs> and I want to spew <laughs> nothing but carbon in the air and i mean i just want rock and roll i want broken furniture pregnant cats the whole thing That's always got to be for. the pregnant cats heck yeah now there are a couple of new things that i have been listening to repeatedly this week what are they i think you'll at least like one of them are you familiar with the band the last dinner party i've heard of them but i couldn't like name one song but i've have heard of that Okay, so check them out. They are a 
British band, I believe. I know they've been leveled with a lot of claims of industry plant or whatever, because they're kind of one of those bands who came out of nowhere and have been instantly successful. Uh, this track I've been listening to is uh, Nothing Matters. I think you would really like that. The other song, we're talking about musical questions this week, and that's the question, Bad Idea, right? By Olivia Rodrigo, her new single. I'm a fan, of course. I mean, 2021, Sour, but I picked that as my number one album of our Best of 21 episode. So I'm really anticipating her new album. This song finds her in full alt-rock worship mode. It's a bratty take on punk pop. I kind of hear bands like Elastica and the Breeders in it. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. It may surprise you. Seeing you tonight, it's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight, it's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight, it's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight. Fuck it, it's fine. Yes, I know. Rodrigo, what's the name of the song? The name of the song is Bad Idea, right? Question mark. Oh, geez. These damn kids and their little questions. Um, I will tell you what I've been listening to. Okay. And it's kind of funny because you're talking about kind of like dark wave. um, But that's what I was listening to this week. I was at Zia Records, just kind of looking at things. Cool. My son doing the same thing. And they played this band and I've been a little bit obsessed all week with them. The band is Echo Barrel, E-C-H-O-B-E-R-Y-L. Huh, okay. And they are a band which um, there's one Italian person and one French person. So it's a man and a woman. The woman doesn't have hair on her knuckles, so I assume she's the French person. (laughs) That's very offensive to French people. (laughs) Well, no, I'm saying she doesn't have. And I, I, I love Italian women and their hairy knuckles. It's awesome. But I was saying that they have this song called Broken Pieces and they have a, a, a song called Pray. And I've just been a little bit obsessed with them all week. And so then, of course, because I was listening to it when they were playing it in the record store, I'm like, God, who does this remind me of? And it was a clan of uh, my- Zymox. Zymox. I was going to say Claymox. Yeah, a clan of Zymox. And so it kind of reminded me of them, but I just I can't get enough of it right now. So that's what I've been listening to all week. So I think check it out if you're into dark wave and there's like guitars in it and um, it's very exciting. I like it a lot. And they have a new song that's coming out. I want to say tonight. Check it out. Definitely. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah. You see her? Isn't She's pretty, huh? Very nice. Yeah. And he's got some gray in his hair. So he's he's not a young buck. No, it's funny, too, because whenever you see him in, in the new videos, he's not even seen. Mm. But then in a lot of the pictures, he's like always looking up because he doesn't want to show you his double chin, I guess. I don't know. 
So I, I feel for the dude because I think we're probably around the same age. I don't know. Very cool. All right. All right. So, of course, we are talking about our top five musical questions. And I find that some of my favorite questions are from the 80s. So all five of my songs are coming from the 80s. I discovered after I picked them because there's a lot of great stuff that I wanted to put on this list. There's a lot of great songs that ask questions. Yep. But I could only pick five and it was kind of hard, but I think I got it all together. I think there might be a few curveballs for you that you wouldn't think that I'll pick. All right. Because I picked seven tracks that I marked as potentials for you. You've already squashed one of them because I thought for sure, why can't I be you? And so did I. And that was on my list. But I was like, you know, I just picked that one. And then I was like, maybe I'll pull a Brett since I've already picked it. It'll give me room on the list to pick something else. And so that's what I did. You're going Greg Weird. Yeah, Greg Weird. All right, well, let's kick it off. All right, let's let's go Greg Weird. I'll kick off with my list at number five. Of course, whenever we think of this band, we think of Standard Fall, Saved by Zero, Red Skies, um, Secret, Separation. Of course, talking about The Fix, but the one song that makes all the cells in my body vibrate a little bit happier or just I enjoy it, the song Are We Ourselves. I mean, are we, are we, are we ourselves? And uh, so I could, that was a long time ago. That was like 39 years ago, to be exact. I could do math too, see proof. Uh, Usually not, but um, that one I got. So you're having a good night. Having a good night. Look at that. (laughs) One for one. How do you like that? That's that's my number five. Has the fix ever made a list for us? Probably. I don't think think so. Like, I'm not like, I don't hate the fix, but they're not like, Let's go see the fix. Right. Like right. if they came because you know, say by zero, it's a you know, it's a great song. We all know it. But it, you know, eh, I can listen to it once in a while. But are we ourselves is the one that I don't know why, it just hits me different. Yeah, that's cool. I think Cy Kernan lives in San Diego, if I'm not mistaken, too. Well so. then why aren't you friends with him and why isn't he on this damn podcast? Cy Kernan, if this gets to your ears somehow, you're welcome here. Yeah, we looked at we just broke the uh the Fix Hyman on the Only Three Lads podcast. We'd love to have you on. We'd love to have you come in, so to speak. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, pun totally <laughs> intended, I'm sure. <laughs> My number five, we recently had David Gedge from The Wedding Present on the show. And what a tremendous opportunity that was for us to spend some quality time with one of the brilliant songwriters of the 030 era. Well, and beyond. Their new album is fantastic as well. But Gedge and the Weddows always excelled at humorous, thought-provoking titles, including some questions like, you can't moan, can you? And why are you being so reasonable now? But the (laughs) one that surely must take the prize is my number five. What did your last servant die of? Oh, geez. It's a funny, awesome title, but the song is actually a pretty bitter picture of a domestic spat. And this is one that probably a lot of us may relate to. Do you have to spend so much time on your hair? Well, couldn't you start it earlier? Of course you've got things to wear. No, I didn't pick up your coat on the way. Well, some of us have to work, you know. Have you been sitting there all day? By the way, man, it is not advisable to actually use the line, what did your last servant die of? But if you do, <laughs> please let us know how it goes. So that's that's my number five, 1987. What did your last servant die of? Yeah. Thanks so much. 
So there we go. 80s represented 80s. already right. on this list of our top five musical questions. At number four for me is a song that if it came out today, would probably get the person canceled. But I will tell you, whenever mm. I have gone to meet any of my gay friends at a gay club or anywhere that we go, they play this song over and over and gay people love it. It's the cancel culture people that probably would have a problem with it. So, of course, I had to pick it. Of course, it's Josie Cotton. Johnny, are you queer? Johnny, what's the deal, boy? Is your love a real boy? When the lights are low, you never hold me close. And I saw you today, boy. Walking with them gay boys. Got it hurt What a great song. It's just, if that doesn't make you happy and want to dance, whether you're straight, gay, asexual, pansexual i don't even know i i know lgbtq a plus i'm i know i'm forgetting some of the uh, alphabet in there so i apologize but uh we just throw a party here on the only three lads podcast and all are invited so be you do you and uh this song is great so enjoy it because it's just i've loved this song since 1982 that's when it came out so we're talking 42 years ago. Wow. More math from Uncle Greg. Mm. You're, you're really good at this. <laughs> and whatever walk of life you're in, chances are we're going to offend you all. So it's all equal opportunity here. Like you said, it's a big old party. I love that song. I love it. I Me love too. Josie Cotton. Her first album, Convertible Music, is a pleasure of mine. Absolutely. And of course, uh, in Valley Girl as well. Absolutely. And the bravado of that song, too. I mean, <laughs> she's so self-assured that she thinks that if he's not into her, that he must be playing for the other team, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they're dating, and then she's throwing it on the table, and he's not yeah, gobbling right. it up. So who, who wouldn't want to ask yeah. that question? Are you, Johnny? You know, I hate to ask, but I am going to ask the same question that Gary Newman and Two-Way Army asked in 1979. Are friends electric? Question mark. And why are friends in inverted quotes anyway? Well, because these friends are robot whores, silly. <laughs> so Newman wrote the song based on some short stories he wrote about London 30 years into the future. Now, I don't know if you remember what things were like in 2009, Greg. Kind of, yeah. But my recollection was that Robot whores were all over London. Well played, Newman. Well played. Yeah, Newman. Newman. It's a song that sounded futuristic and alien back then. Nearly, I'm going to round up 45 years later, it still sounds 
futuristic and alien. It's got that great synth line that sounds as dystopian as the lyrics. So I guess to answer the musical question, are friends electric? Question mark. And I'm going to cautiously say the answer is yes. Although, just a word to the wise, I don't recommend showering with them as a result. Wise words from Brett Fargo. <laughs> well, I mean, they're liable to short out and or, you know, cause electrocution. Yeah, but that's, that's half just, the fun. That's just not smart. Well, you okay, ever stick I your guess. tongue on like a nine volt? Imagine getting sexy with your robot and then she shorts out. Yeah. yeah. See, and I say she because women would never. Well, maybe. I think that in the future we have real problems with AI. Because I think that, um, you know, what was that movie with Joaquin Phoenix? I can't think of the name, but where he falls in love with the computer. Oh, uh, was it her? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was her. Her? Something like but that. But just yeah, think yeah. in the future with this AI, we're not going to need other humans. We're going to be with like, I mean, the stuff they're going to have. Because like if you take a look at the Internet, you know, what what pushed the Internet forward? Porn. What's going to push AI forward? Boners, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. And so the stuff that's coming, like you're going to be able to have the perfect person for you, whatever that per perfect person is, the way they think, the way they talk to you, the AI is going to learn uh, when you talk to them, it's going to be the perfect person. You're going to fall in love with them. Then the, see, that's the software. Then the hardware is going to come out where you, you know, put something on your lap and it's like a happy sucky, whatever the hell it is. Like they're going to have like, human forms that it'll be the body for the conscious uh, software for your perfect person. And I hope I'm alive, but I could see it happening at some point. I mean, these are the things I think about. I'll drink beer, have a little <laughs> cabbage, and then I got to take care of business. And these are the things that go through my head. Like, every, I mean, if you take a look at it, like social morals have always changed with war because sexual morals change. And so then you're thinking about What's going to happen in the future? Like we have a bumpy road ahead coming up in 24 and 2025, not only in America, but on a global scale and geopolitical scale, the next 18 months are going to be hairy and you're going to see stuff all around the world take off because we're going to have our presidential election. And so what are we going to escape into human feelings? No, we want AI that'll be perfect for us. And then we can sell. See, this is why I'm telling you, Brett, we got to start investing in the hardware, the software. It's already done way above mine. But if we can get the software or the hardware where you buy it, we'll send it to you on an unmarked package, you know, in, in, in discreet unmarked packages. And then, damn, everyone's going to be at home all the time. It's going to be great. Invest in robots. And ladies, I do have to remind you, he is available. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm single. <laughs> Surprisingly. Well, you know what? But women are going to have the same thing, too. I don't know if you've seen a couple years ago, they came out with like this arm that women could uh, like curl up to. It's like it was like a kind of like a body. Oh, yeah, pillow. yeah. I did. And guess what the yeah. fingers did? Guess, Brett. Guess what the fingers did? I couldn't even venture a guess. Vibrate. So there you go, really? kids. Yeah. Wow. You think women don't want this stuff? I mean, I could have equity, guessed, but, but equity, I brother. figured you would tell us. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, but that's what they do. <laughs> it sounds a lot more natural coming from you than it ever yeah. would from me. I was just shocked. I was like, oh, my God, we're in trouble. So, um, yeah, as human beings and, you know, every, see, it's really, and Elon Musk even said this, and I know we're not talking about music, and Julio, maybe I'm ranting, I don't know. I think I'm just being introspective. Okay, good. So, Julio, this is for you. I, I just think... Um, 
with it being so hairy, I, you know, I, I've, I've, I've lost my train of thought talking to Julio. Uh, what the hell was I saying, Brett? Help, help me out. <laughs> One minute you were talking about vibrating pillows. No, it's vibrating finger pillows. Well, okay. And so, you know, like, so like the whole thing is that, you know, um, you know, women want that too. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I think as a society, we're loosening up those morals and stuff like that. And then as the world gets crazier and crazier, we'll see where it goes. I had something really good to say, but then I talked to Julio and it just kind of, I'm on monster energy drinks. Way to go, Julio. I had one today too. Yeah. So I had one before this podcast. Obviously takes effect on us in different ways. ADD is for me. ADD is, it's been my whole life. You know, they're like, Greg, why can't you sit down? Why? You know, uh, my whole life. Why would I want to do that? Exactly. Well, when I was even a kid, I remember uh, Mr. Neal would take me out of class and a couple of boys out of class and he would make us run just because we were nuts. And um, are you a, a like an, just an original monster guy? Are you sugar free? You flavor? Oh, God, no, the flavor. Like uh, you take like the black can or the green can that tastes like caca to me. It's too sweet. What I uh, drink is the Zero Ultra. Oh, so yeah, Monster, yeah. this brought to you by mm-hmm. Monster Energy mm-hmm. Drink with um, sugar-free and L-carotene. I don't know what the hell Carot- that is. Carotene or something? Carotene. And guarana, I believe. I believe there's guarana in there. Well, there's nothing with a G, but a T. T-A-U-R-I-N-E. Oh, taurine. Yeah, what taurine. What the hell is that? Yeah. See, taurine. I don't know. It sounds like something you would put on your wheels to make them shine for your car, doesn't it? They could really tell us anything on that package. We yeah. go, like, oh, all right. Well, that's good. All as I know is that I was a big coffee drinker when I was a journalist. I just kind of got away from coffee, but then all the people were drinking these. So now I'm one of those idiots at the grocery store buying a 12 pack of Monster Energy drink for yeah. $18.99 on sale. I had a new one today. It was a Papillon, which is something like a butterfly. It didn't taste like a butterfly. It was a peach and nectarine. It was pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. And they yeah. really do. They they do wake me up or make me feel. It's kind of like a five-hour energy, but in like a soft drink. Or it's not even a soft drink, but, you know, I guess like it a soft It essentially drink. is. Yeah. It essentially is. Yeah. Bubbly, tasty water. But yeah. I always, yeah. I don't like, like even, I don't even like um like Coke, I, but I don't like Diet Coke either. If anything, I'll have a Diet Pepsi. But I was never a big soda drinker either. It's like too sweet. If I'm going to do sweet, I'm going to do ice cream. All I want is a Pepsi. Yes. That was a terrible, terrible suicidal tendency. <laughs> Give me a Pepsi, Ma. <laughs> so here we go. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. We're supposed to be talking about top five musical questions. Musical and questions? And why exactly are we doing a podcast if we're talking about uh, vibrating robotic fingers, uh, robots investing in hardware for boners? What else I'm are we doing? I'm not on drugs, Ma. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, why don't you get over to our Facebook page? Tell us your top five musical questions. Trey just had something to say. So hey, uh, Trey. that's my three-legged dog. You lovable demon, you. He's a lovable demon. Now we're talking about him. Now he won't shut up. But here is the deal. Get to our Facebook page. Leave us your list. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Again, thanks for being here. And stick around because we'll have our number three musical question song coming up after this. Hi, this is Paul Armstrong from the Flash Cubes, and you're listening to the Only Three Lads podcast. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. 
I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, <laughs> oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey, have you been to the O3L merch store lately? If you haven't, hit the Shop Now link on our Facebook page and you'll be able to check out dozens of t-shirt designs we have available, including our latest one, which after our recent Metallica episode, is inspired by the cover art from Metallica's first album. But instead of suggesting that you kill them all, we want you to support Killer Alt. And if you don't see a color that you like, message us and we'll create it for you. Each shirt earns us a couple of bucks that goes right back into the production of this show. And that must be a good enough cause because you've listened this far, question mark. Also, we want to continue to spread the word and grow the show. We would love it if each of you would take a minute out. It really doesn't take longer than that to go to whatever podcast platform you're listening to this show on right now and leave us a five-star rating and even a quick review if you'd be so kind. We love you all and we thank you immensely. Now back to the show. Thank you. 
We are back and we're going to try and stay focused. I can't guarantee a damn thing. We're on Monster Energy Drinks, not a sponsor of the Only Three Lads podcast. But hey, guys, kick it up, man. We're open. Yeah. We'll probably do it just for free drinks. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Just send us like a a, a gift pack, a T-shirt, along with uh, like all your new flavors. And uh, we'll tell you which ones that we like and which ones we don't. I mean, a buy 10, get one free coupon, whatever. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that we're, sounds we're good pretty too. easy. We're yeah, pretty easy. Right. Really easy. It is the Only Three Lads podcast. I'm Uncle Greg. That's Brett Vargo talking about our top five musical questions. And I think this one's going to blow your mind because I don't definitely don't think that you would think, Brett, that I would pick this song. I'm ready. All right. Because you said you had about a list of seven songs. I have a list of seven songs that I picked for you. Yes. And how many have I hit so far with The Fix and Josie Cotton? Uh, none. I had Josie Codden on my list, but I did not have the fix, but not on you, not on my list for you. I had okay. on my list for me. All right. So is that going to be an intelligent choice? No, I didn't pick it. Oh, you didn't pick it. Just a list. No. Okay. Well, this one, I know you would never thought that I would be into this song, but I love this song. Uh, came out in 1986 on an album called Welcome Home. And it's till Tuesday. What about love? Oh. Amy Mann is just the bomb. And everyone knows vo- voices carry because that was so huge on MTV. I remember uh, this one girl came into my freshman science class and she looked just like Amy Mann. The same rat tail, spiky mm. hair. Everybody was just mouth watering while we looked at her. And um, then she moved away. She was one of those people who came in really quick left really quick but left an impression for the rest of my life but that was like their first album came out in 85 then in 86 they came out with this album i think this is probably one of the biggest songs there was a song about a vacuum too it wasn't a jingle but there was a song <laughs> love in a vacuum or something like that another song off that album right but this was the one what about love that i liked and that's why it's my number three question song was it it was not on my list i didn't even think about that there you go what about love what about love love stinks damn you gotta say it very annoyingly love stinks (laughs) if it's working right i guess we can turn anything into a question really exactly it's all about the inflection yeah oh god yes boners (laughs) vibrating fingers exactly exactly hardware I think the answer to all of the above is yes. Yes. So for my number three, the question started with the Shangri-Las in Leader of the Pack. Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Then was posed again in tribute by the Damned in New Rose. Is she really going out with him? But in 1979, Joe Jackson fleshed out the question into an entire dang song when he asked, is she really going out with him? The song, of course, was conceived as a kind of nice guys finish last funny little commentary about how all the hot girls went out with these oafish Neanderthals while poor Joe Jackson waits in the wings watching it all happen. Of course, this was in that era when Jackson was pegged as an angry young man 
in the Elvis Costello and Graham Parker, not Graham Parsons mold. So it got misinterpreted as being something a little more sneering and misanthropic. And it's not, of course, but you've got fighting slash hilarious lines like they say that looks don't count for much. If so, there goes your proof. Is she really going out with him? Is she really gonna take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Because if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. But overall, it's an appealingly catchy pop song, still comfortably slotting into the new wave but retaining a spare jazz-inflected arrangement and that memorable popping bass line that sounds remarkably like something that you might have heard in one of those old cartoons when the meathead brute would enter the frame. Boom, 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 boom. But if my eyes don't deceive me, there is indeed something going wrong around here. And all I gotta say is, good thing you got your trusty robot whore. Number three, is she really going out with him? Great song. That was on my list, and that was one of the songs that I was juggling. Should I pick it? Should yeah. I not pick it? Yeah, no, I. What a great song. Fast Time at Ridgemont High. Or I should it, say, it had to be Fast on the list. Times at Ridgemont High. High? At Fast Times at Ridgemont High? There you go. Enunciation right. for on my part. So there you go. Yeah, great. Great Saying enunciation. The words. The first time yes. I said it, it was horrible. Okay. That's broadcasting school 101, I would imagine, yeah. right? Well, yes, exactly. Turn on the mic is number one. Okay. Uh, you'll see a lot of people, and I've done that in this episode right now. Uh, and then number two would be, yes, uh, enunciate your Talk words. Talk and enunciate. Say your words. Say Use your words, Greg. your words. It's like Deborah told you. Use your words. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. My number two song is on the list that you picked for me. Absolutely. Because let's just get to it. It's a great question. It's been hit hit at different times throughout the human history. And every time a new generation hears it, they're like, what the hell is that? And it's the greatest question. Uh Should I stay or Ah, should I go? Yes. Should I go? It's even better if you say it like Scooby-Doo. Should I stay or should I go? go? There you go, The Clash, 1982. So, uh, and then I want to say in, I remember one time it was, they used it as a gene commercial in the UK, became a big hit again. Yeah. Um, And so it's just like the song, it just, when you hear it, it still sounds fresh and it's awesome. So number two for me, The Clash, how to get them on this list with, should I say, or should I throw? Should I stay or should I go? It's always taste, taste, taste You're happy when I'm on my knees One day is fine and next is black So if you want me off your I, back <laughs> Should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I That was definitely on my yes. list that I had for you But this is really presenting a quandary for me Because I've got now at least two songs that I think your number one could be, and I don't know how you could leave one of them off. Well, maybe I screwed it up. You know, Greg ruins everything. Nah, but I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm proud of my list. Like I said, I listen to every like a lot of these songs on my list today, so I wanted to hear it all, be, and then to say okay, but because there was, let me. Oh, I guess we'll go through honorable mentions in a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here that um, I'll tell you one song that I kind of rediscovered that I hadn't heard in a long time. And I was like, damn, 
I love that song, but Planet P, why me? Mm, yeah, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, that's an awesome song. I was like listening to that for the past, like, I don't know, week. Because I was like, I remember this. There must be a thousand other guys. I was like, oh, God, I remember this video and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, as tempting as it would have been to slide, what does the fox say? Oh, in here? Well, that's out of the 03 era. It that's is. That's the only I bummer. Know. But just for the record, I believe the fox does say something like ring, ding, 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 or ring, a ding. And I'm no zoologist, but I don't believe that that is actually a biologically accurate depiction of what the fox actually says. I mean, everybody knows, of course, that a fox sounds more like a sly British guy. So it'd be more like <laughs> ring, ding, 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 ding. That's awesome. I think that's the way a fox would sound. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, that's science for you. But hey, how about a real number two pick? Let's do it. Shall we? See. So I'm going to go with a band who also asked their share of questions. Is it really so strange? Question mark. How soon is now? Question mark. And possibly the best life philosophy and therefore my number two. What difference does it make? Question mark. <laughs> the song is about being rejected by someone you confide in after sharing a deep revealing secret, even though you're still fond of that friend and would even leap in front of a bullet for them. But what difference does it make? Well, it makes none because now you have gone and incidentally your prejudice won't keep you warm tonight. I think we can probably all relate to a certain degree in that I'm sure we've all mustered up the courage to share our innermost thoughts with someone only to have the other person recoil in disgust. Maz actually doesn't have a lot of affection for this song, or at least the lyrics. And there was a great line where he acknowledges that it's a great Johnny Marr pop melody. But he said that his lyrics are very Simon Laban. And then he goes on to say, although if Simon Laban had actually written it, I would probably be so impressed that I would have covered it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, Morrissey, you wacky robot whore. It may make no difference to you, Morrissey, sir. But it sure as heck made a difference to me. I love it. So it's number two this week. What difference does it make? Question mark. Question mark. Wow, look at us. Look at us. This is really something. Top five musical questions. All right. Let's take a look at some of the other honorable mentions because I really love this. Yeah. I had a lot of ones. Now, uh, producers, what he got. Pet Shop Boys. What have I done to deserve this? Yeah, that's another one I had. Yeah. I was going to say, let's see, Nick Kershaw, wouldn't it be good? Jewel from the 90s, Who Will Save Your Soul. I was always a huge Jewel fan. Like, I think Jewel, like if you hung out with her, she's one of those people who, she's not just dumb. I think she's really smart. Probably rolls a really tight joint too. And um, I would bet that she, she'd be fun to sit around like a campfire, maybe a bonfire on a beach. At least these are my fantasies. I don't know if this is real. She may fart like a billy goat and you want to run away from her. I don't know. But Jewel was always like, I don't know. She was always like that. Like, yeah, Jewel. Mm. Jewel. Yeah. Okay. Duran Duran. Is there something I should know? Which I love, but it just didn't happen. ELO. 
Do you want my love? Made my list. Oh, do you? Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yep. Which was actually a case of Jeff Lynn covering himself because he had originally done that song with the move. There you go. See? There you go. You there learn you things go. every time. Headpins. Headpins. What song was that? Don't It Make You Feel was the name Don't of the song. Don't It Make You Feel. Don't It Make You Feel. Okay. That might have been Headpins. in the 60s, though, too. So, But these were just songs that were popping in my head. I'm going to have to think of what that song is. Don't It Make You Feel. Well, listen to it right now. Like right now? Right now. Tell me what you think. All right, let's see. We could edit this so it makes it seem like it's seamless. <laughs> right, That's, exactly. Yeah. Don't it make ya feel? Ya feel, sorry. Well, by that video, it's definitely 80s. Oh, okay. There was some of that. I was looking at 60s and all kinds of stuff. It's actually a clip from MTV. Kind of got a Pat Benatar type sound to it. It's an extremely cheesy video, but I mean, that's 1982 for you. Yeah. Let me see here. But it definitely kind of has to me that like tough rocker chick fronting a band of nerds. Hooligans. Yeah. They don't even look like hooligans. They look, I mean, they're wearing chef costumes. So it kind of reminds me of, yeah, Pat Benatar or. It sounds like that. Yeah. Quarter you're right. Flash or Scandal or one of mm, those. Quarter Flash. Yeah. Well, thanks for enlightening me to. Headpins because I do not remember that song at all. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. I'll tell you some of my honorable mentions. I had some unusual ones. I bet. How about Cool Modi, How You Like Me Now? Good one. Tribe Called Quest, Can I Kick It? Yes, you can, by the way. Uh, Elvis Costello, you know, Elvis is never far from my list. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? I thought you would totally pick that for this list. I know. I know, but like you, I just picked Elvis on a list, so I figured I would give Elvis a little bit of a rest. Travis, why does it always rain on me? Okay. Joan Jett, do you want to touch me? I love that video. Abba, does your mother know? Mm. The Siddeleys, what went wrong this time? Kind of a controversial one. McCarthy, should the Bible be banned? Mm. There's plenty. I got plenty more. I know. I can go on all night. List All night we can go on with these musical questions and songs. So we're up to our number one. We're going to take another little break. Anything you want to say, Brett? Anything enlightening? I got nothing. I got nothing? I got nothing. All right. Stick around. Our number one top five musical question song coming up next. I need water? We're We're the Walker Walker Brigade. Brigade, And you're you're listening listening to the Only Three Lads podcast. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. 
We love it when the third lads in the community understand the assignment. Our man JDC, who once again has done a great service to humanity by creating a theme Spotify playlist called Songs That Ask a Question, triple question mark, sent in his list. Five, Human League, Don't You Want Me. Four, Ramones, Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio. Three, Pixies, Where's My Mind. Two, The Hue, The Hue, The Who, Who Are You. And number one is a crossover with Uncle Greg's number one, so we won't spoil it. And then rightfully added that he forgot all about Pulp's Do You Remember the First Time. And I did too, and it's one of my favorite songs, so I demand a redo. And Lad Lance, the podcast cousin Brucey himself, had a couple of crossovers with us with my number three, Joe Jackson, Is She Really Going Out With Him? And Greg's number one. But also added Devo's Are We Not Men? We Are Devo, a.k.a. Jocko Homo. The Cramps, Can Your Pussy Do the Dog? That's a cat, sickos. And The Cures, Why Can't I Be You? So many great songs that ask a question, so please keep your lists coming. We are back. Thank you so much for sticking around this hour, hanging out with the Only Three Lads podcast for each and every week. We take a look at the golden age of alternative music. I'm Uncle Greg. We have Brett Vargo. And don't forget, please, when you see one of our posts, please share it. We're building this community, and each month it's getting bigger and bigger thanks to you. And also, please rate it because apparently that helps with the algorithms. And what those are exactly has to do with AI and sex robots. So if whatever it takes, obviously. So if you would just uh, rate us, uh, if there's five stars, give us five. This isn't golf. We want to go higher, not lower. And then that way, then they go, oh, the algorithm, the machines go, People like this. Let's let other people see it. And they must be pretty good. Yeah. Hot damn. Boom. Well, I'm a Gomer Pyle robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think that, you know, after three years or however long it's been that the space archaeologist would be back? Oh, absolutely. Was he a space archaeologist or just a regular archaeologist? I'm not sure. I think he was a space archaeologist. <laughs> We're going to have to go back to that episode. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. have to see. Well, well that's like here in Phoenix, because that's like uh, when you were sick, Gomer Pyle, like you would always watch uh, Channel 5, because Channel 5 mm. at noon would have the Dick Van Dyke show, then Andy Griffith, and then I Love Lucy, and then Gomer Pyle. Yep. We had Channel 56 here. Yeah. In San Diego. In LA. Oh, LA. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so those were like, and then, of course, you'd come home, Channel 5 would have Brady Bunch, Gilligan's mm. Island, that sort of stuff. So yep. I grew up on all that. And, of course, then we had the Wallace and Ladmo show in Phoenix on Channel 5 in the morning. You never heard of Wallace and Ladmo? No, I, I have heard of Wallace and Ladmo, but probably just through you. But I think yes. every city kind of had their own version. Right. You know, it was like their version of Captain Kangaroo or Howdy Doody or, you know, those, yeah, the, the wacky guys that show cartoons and do weird but Wallace and Ladmo were the, they were the bomb. And I think they were one of the longest running TV shows. I don't remember who we had. I, I just remember the guy that his name was Tom something or other. And he was on our channel five KTLA. And he used to show uh, Popeye cartoons like all the time. There's always Popeye playing always. Yeah. Well, it's because they kids it gets kids to eat vegetables. That's right. Spinach. I am what I am. <laughs> Are we done with this wacky banter? Yes. Oh, thank God. All right. We're going to try and stay focused. You know, whenever we talk to industry people, they say, hey, you got to keep your podcast about 45 minutes. So it'd be like one drive into work. And we always strive to do that. It just never happens. And you know what? And I'll take some of the blame for it because um, ADD is for me. 
and I, my brain starts bouncing. It's like the little rubber ball in the concrete box and it just starts going. And then I'm off and talking about robots. Yeah. I mean, not that I want to turn this into like a precise division here, but <laughs> what percentage would you say is you versus me? Oh God. 89% me. You think? You get, yeah. Well, huh. I mean, some, I mean, see, you give a lot of great insider information, catalog numbers, that sort of thing. I think I'm more of the feeling guy or, you know what I mean? You're like more of the academia person and I'm a little bit more of the nut. I'm going to submit as exhibit A. Okay. You're telling me that I'm more, you know, academia and useful information. I have talked about Popeye and what does the Fox say during this very episode? 11%. There you go. That's all I'm saying. All right. And I can kind of do math. I'm batting 500 for math on, on this episode. <laughs> so 500, you're in the Hall of Fame, kids. Woohoo! Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right. Yep. So let's get All to right. our number ones. Let's hear the list that you had for me that you thought that I'd pick. I'm dying to okay. hear Okay. Well, the seven songs that I picked for you, which I thought five of them would come from this list. Okay. I had Why Can't I Be You by The Cure. Yep. Ramones, You Remember Rock and Roll Radio. Great song. Human League, Don't You Want Me? Maybe? On my list. Didn't make it. Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way? Had that Possibly. on my list too. Yeah. The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Which you Picked had. It. Mm -hmm. Now, the top two that I'm wondering if one of them is going to be it. Okay, let's see. Either The Smiths, How Soon Is Now? Or Pixies, Where Is My Mind? You nailed it, Brett, with the Did first I? one. The Smiths, <laughs> How Soon Is Now? My number one musical question song of the only three lads era. All in the 80s. I was uh, stuck in the 80s for this one this week. But good job. Yeah. Yes, and all those songs definitely have my DNA all over them. I'm the sun, I'm the earth. All the shyness that is criminally vulgar. I am sun and earth. nothing in particular. But now I'm disappointed that Where's My Mind didn't make either of our lists. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a great song. Um, but I don't know. I just, it didn't make it. It was okay. on my list. I, you know, but it, I mean, I want to pick the Pixies each and every week. But sometimes it just doesn't fit. And I have to go with my heart. Above all else. Yes. You lead with your heart. <laughs> and the heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> exactly. And it wants to dismiss how soon is now. I just love that song. Just whenever you hear it, you know exactly what it is. And it sounds still extremely fresh. You know, I could play it for my 18-year-old son. And like, what's that? Oh, and by the way, I finally did it. Yeah. I talked my son Cannon into getting a Morrissey haircut. No. He, he looks bitching. No. Absolutely. Send pictures, please. I will have to. Yeah, I'll have to style it. Because like when he came out, because I, wow. I was like, because I was like, hey, because I kept on showing Morrissey. Of course, the woman who cuts our hair doesn't know who Morrissey is. You know, she's she's like, I'm turning 36. Oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up. So um, but but then I showed her and she was like, oh, yeah. And then Canon at first he was kind of reluctant. And I was like, all right, do what you want. And then because I've been trying to talk him into it for a long time. And then we did it, spiked it, the whole thing. He was oh, like, cool. I really like it. I like it. And I was like, yeah. 
because every kid, I don't know, there's a lot of, I, I, at least the, the kids around his school, when I dropped my son off at high school, a lot of the kids, they have like mushroom heads. And I don't know where the hell that came from, but it's like, remember Silver Spoons and what's the kid's name on that? Yeah, uh, Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. You know how like he used to have like kind of like that fade? Well, they have the same thing, but it's like way boofier. So they look mm. like mushroom heads. Like I, I think Mario Brothers has something to do with it, the little mushroom head guy. And that's what they look like to me. They all have these mushroom heads and they all think that they're Barney badass. But um, they just look like, uh, I don't get it. I'll just say. Kids today and they're, and they're Mario Brothers, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, the damn haircuts. I'd like the cars, but if we can just not do the haircuts, that'd be great. Yeah. That is an unassailable pick. Yes. Great song. Great. Great song. So I was two for five. That's pretty good. That could still get me into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. If I'm could. hitting 400. Yeah. You have any guesses for me? Um, Let me see here. See, I always thought you'd get something weird. Let me see here. Uh, Information Society. What's on your mind? No, no. but that would have been a good one. Uh, been a good one. Frozen Ghost. What should I see? Nope. That's also a good Moving one. Moving Pictures. I actually just found the Frozen Ghost. Moving Pictures, no. Yeah, they have What About Me? It has to be, undoubtedly, unquestionably, Who Let the Dogs Out? Yes. I mean, come on. <laughs> who, who Let the Dogs Out? Who? 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 Actually, I am, I am not sure that I could dignify that question with the response. Everyone loved that song. In all seriousness, what I almost picked, I was going to throw a major curveball out there and just drop the mic. It was going to be Aaliyah's Are You That Somebody? Because I may or may not have been known to crank up that particular Avant R&B masterpiece very loudly in the car. But I didn't choose it. You didn't. Are you familiar with the song? I think so. I'd have to hear it before I said yes or no. It's, it kind of has a sample of a baby, like, ah! Okay, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Leah anyway, was great. Timbaland, I think, was the producer of that track. Okay. It's a jam, I tell you. But anyway, instead, I am going to propose another totally relatable musical quandary. Ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have? Every day. By Buzzcocks, of course. There you go. And of course you have, you silly cat. In <laughs> fact, most of us have cycled through a few of the wrong people, I'm sure, before finding the right one. Or maybe it was the right one, and you still shouldn't have fallen in love with them. But never has this question sounded so euphorically catchy and infectious that no matter what the circumstances, it just feels right. And yes, I do realize, Greg, that that statement could also apply to herpes. That's true. It's one of the, it really is. It's one of the great pop singles of the 70s. It makes the danger and intrigue of falling in love and getting your heart broken sound pretty appealing, despite disturbing your natural emotions, making you feel like dirt and hurting you. I mean, really, it sounds like a real jerk. I mean, who really let the dogs out? Woof, woof. But then again, why do I bounce around like a giddy fool every time this song comes on? 
I guess that must mean the answer to the question, ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have, is uh, probably, question mark? So that's my number one, Buzzcocks, ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have. Wow. Good question. It is a great question. Yeah. Great question. And we all have. Or we wish we fell in love with somebody who we shouldn't have. Or we're very happy we fell in love with the person we did. Yeah. You did really good. Thank you. Fred Fargo. Thank you. Thank you. You too, Greg. Making (laughs) making wonderful decisions over and over again. I don't know what the proper response is, so I'll just say you too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) She should just say moron. And I'm like, well, All right, let's go through our top five musical question list. At number five for me this week, I kicked off my list with The Fix, Are We Ourselves? At number four, Josie Cotton, Johnny, Are You Queer? Number three, Till Tuesday, What About Love? Listen to that song in your car and uh, it'll make you all happy. At number two, The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? And my number one musical question song, The Smiths, How Soon Is Now? All right, and I was number five. What did your last servant die of? Number four, are friends electric? Number three, is she really going out with him? Number two, what does the fox... Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry. What difference does it make? And number one, ever fall in love with someone you shouldn't have? Wow. So we can see that your title's much longer than mine. Mm-hmm. Mine yeah. a little bit shorter. Well, uh, I like mine, to ask deep questions. Yeah, I'm saying that. I called you an academic. Yeah. I've already said that. Um, for me, uh, everything in the eighties, you kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, yeah, not really. I was kind of, I guess, between what, like 1979 and 1980 something, 1987 probably is my latest. Well, there you go. A good bunch of years. If I could do the math, I'd be able to tell you how many years that was between. You've done enough math. You've done enough math this episode. Rest your brain. Yes. All right. (laughs) Monster energy drink. We want to thank them for, um, Nothing at this point, but there's yeah. their can. But hey, anytime, kids, anytime. We do accept coupons. Exactly. Anything else we want to tell you? Oh, don't forget, uh, check out Last Dinner Party, the song Nothing Matters. Also, Echo Barrel, if you're into Dark Wave, yep. I think this band's going to be for you. And just listen to it in your car when you're stuck in traffic. And I think it just, I don't know. I like it a lot. It kind of calms me Heck down, yes. but that's just for me. All right, shall we hit the randomizer? Might as well. All right, let's let's do it. Might as well. I mean, we've done it for 178 episodes, so yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. All right. How about top five songwriters? Oh wow! Focusing on the songwriters of the O3L era. Well, this is gonna be a hard one. I already have a name in my head for one. But then there's a lot of like writers that we may not know, like the names, but they're the little names on the big checks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yep. it's going to be, boy, it's going to be fun. Want to thank the community for hanging out. Thank you once again. Without you, we don't ever grow. So we've been growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, so just want to say thank you once again. I would take that a step further and say, we can't live if living is without you. Amen. Look at that. Bring it yeah. full circle. Mm-hmm. Brett Varga, the academia. Yeah brain of this podcast absolutely ring a ding ding or ring a ding ring a ring a ring and and what would the fox say the 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 english fox oh he's a ring ring a dinger ring a ring a ring a ring a ring <laughs> oi oi i'm gonna kick your head in i'm a fox <laughs>
All right. <laughs> we better go. We're sorry for not having a guest this week to ground us. Yes. It kind of goes a little bit off the rails here and there. It does. And you don't even know it's been edited out. So imagine that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bonus episode. Yeah. At some point, it will melt your ear balls. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Well, Greg. It's been a pleasure, as always. As always, yes. And I'm excited to go listen to the last dinner party. Yeah, you'll enjoy it, I think. And on that note, we will wave hello and say goodbye. The theme music is Frequency, written and performed by yours truly, Brett Vargo. Any other music in this episode is presented solely for purposes of review, examination, and news reporting. If you like what you hear, go to your record store and pick up the LP, CD, cassette, or 8-track, or stream it if you're one of those newfangled fancy pants. If we're lucky enough to still have these artists with us, go out and see some live music. For the latest updates, join the O3L community at facebook.com slash only3lads. We want to hear from you. And while you're at it, click on the Shop Now link for the coolest threads. Until next time, thanks for listening. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shot? Would they shot? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.